Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ariel's Insights, where we dive into a sea of philosophy and we bring up golden nuggets of wisdom that can hopefully last us for a very long time. So um, here's the way it usually works for those of you who are new in my fortune cookie. I let you know where to find me on Twitter and Instagram. And remember, I am also Ariel the Avalanche on YouTube. That, that, that's my more uh, feisty persona. And I, I do use certain language in that profile. It's just the more kind of like, uh, you know, spicier, more controversial version of myself. Here I keep it a little low key. But uh, I, <clears throat> so today, uh, this, this is how I usually do my show. It's usually like a, uh, depending on what it is, like a five to 10 minute uh, or more monologue on what I have to say about a subject. And then I bring up guests to discuss more. But the thing is, like, if there's a really, really burning kind of thing on your mind, and, and I just said something, I'll allow you to come and speak. And I can still get through my other little bullet points. So if I just said something that really, really resonated with you, and I'm not done with the monologue, it's fine. You can still come up and say like, oh, I, I just, just, if, if you're not near a paper and a pencil, and you think you can't remember what you're going to say later, then I'll, I'll make exceptions. I'll let you up. But anyway, uh, the subject of boundaries, let's dive right in. So Basically, what I've noticed, and I, and I put the, the the idea of boundaries under networking, is because, you know, a lot of times you need to network with certain people, but a lot of times you also have to be careful with who you trust and how you trust them. So sometimes, I think when it comes to boundaries, when you're in a desperate situation. Desperate situations for a lot of people really kill boundaries because you're looking for that friend, you're looking for that person to reach out to, but sometimes you you go along with people who want to take advantage of that. So when we get into boundaries, it's like, how can we create healthy physical, digital, and psychological boundaries in our lives. And sometimes when we're thinking about all of these boundaries, it's really, really tough. And I think when we talked, I talked about niceness on my last episode, when you're a people pleaser to create healthy boundaries with people. I think the reason why we have like, you know, a physical boundary is like we, you know, you know, like I live in a condo, people have to call you know, from downstairs to get upstairs. And, you know, that's a boundary. People have to like push those buttons and get a call. And if I know who they are, it's like I, I buzz them in. And I think here on Fireside, these are the digital boundaries that Fireside is setting when they're sending you, you know, that thing to fill out, whether you want to come on here and or, or, you know, be a participant or be a creator. They set boundaries 
with certain people who like troll and agitate and do certain things like that. And also like psychological boundaries. It's like, how do we know how to talk to people? And when they say certain things, you know, we know not to like take it personally. We don't let that level of whatever they have to talk about, like get past the boundary in your head where you, you know, they can really, really trigger you. So it's like you kind of create that boundary. If you know somebody is like drunk or high or something like that, and they really say something like ridiculous, you create that a little bit of that boundary because it doesn't trigger you because maybe you know that they're not in the right you know, state of mind or something like that. So uh, also when we're, when we're thinking about boundaries, we also have to look at patterns more than promises and first impressions because you don't know if the person on the other side is having a good or bad day, right? So there's some times when, uh, when we're thinking about our boundaries, we're like, okay, that was the first time that this person just did something crazy. So I think I'm just going to like shut them out and never let them have a say. I think when we're, when it comes to boundaries, maybe get past the first impression, learn a little bit more about this person and this pattern. And then you, you can, you can better know how to create that, that boundary with the other person. And also, uh, uh, you know, when when we're talking about this, there are 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 um you know boundaries when it comes to having a conversation with people. There are different levels of information you want to disclose or places you want to meet with a person that you've just met. So let's say you you met a friend on the internet, you really kind of hit it up with them and they live in the the general vicinity you live in you probably want to have that like you know meeting with them at like a park or somewhere to grab coffee before you kind of like let each other let them into your place or they let you into your place it's like it's like a balancing act when it when it comes to these kinds of boundaries but i'm going to tell you something um there, there was a time in my life where I Skyped with two people. One person lived in uh, New Zealand. The other one lived in Japan. And I was, I was like Skyping with them for like about like two years. And so that kind of eased up my idea of like boundaries. So when I finally went to that country, I met both of them. And I, and I because I kind of knew who they were where their ideas came from. Like when I was video chatting for that long, I got to know their personality. So, you know, so sometimes you want to like relax and open up your boundaries depending on, and I mean, not all the time, but like a vibe that you, that you get from a person, you know? And always remember that trust is earned and not given and even respect. I mean, respect is earned and not given. If somebody who doesn't respect you just wants you to like let down all your boundaries for them, <laughs> I think that that's a big red flag. That is a big red flag when it when it comes to to boundaries. And let's see what else do I do I have here? Ah, oh, thank you. 
And also, uh, you know, when you go into a networking event, like sometimes, sometimes you see that like everyone is kind of like sharing their cards and their business thing. And it's like, like, I remember when I was young, I was told by my school when it comes to jobs and when it comes to work, like boundaries don't exist. Like tell your employer everything because they're hiring you. Tell this person everything. <laughs> go, go out there to, uh, what is it? Um, you know, you know, just, just give your business card to everyone, go to a career fair, uh, and just give, give, you know, give, like apply for every job. And it's like, damn, like there, there, there should be some boundaries over here. And, uh, you know, you don't need to speak to every single solitary person at a networking event, give them your life story, your social security number, and your credit card details. <laughs> it's like, you know, sometimes we feel as though, you know, because it's business, it's okay for boundaries to be violated when, you know, sometimes it's not. Let's just be honest here. And uh, also, when, uh, coming to the subject of boundaries, boundaries need to shift w when certain people change. So sometimes you may know somebody who acts or behaves in a certain way, but maybe like sometimes their behavior got erratic or they got in trouble or they're just behaving in a way that's ridiculous. Then maybe you need to like set up some boundaries with people who just want to exploit and who just want to take advantage and who are always just doing that to you. And also remember that emotional vulnerability and trust are two different things. And for those, yeah, for those that take advantage of your uh, vulnerability, uh, uh, just set up that psychological boundary that you don't take that personally. There, there are always going to be people out there who's, who are going to appreciate it when you're being frank and vulnerable and all those things. And there are some people who are going to call you names and make fun of your story and do all these things. Just set that psychological boundary to know that you know, I'm, I'm not taking that personally, because um, maybe they're not open to being vulnerable. Or maybe they would do that with everybody else anyway. So uh, there's that. And let's see, the the last thing that I have is that, you know, there are some business models out there and bosses that don't want you to have any boundaries. And this is a giant policy problem that should be looked at when it comes to helping people who are downtrodden or those who ask for help. Um, you know, because a lot of people think that just because they're helping you or they're giving you a leg up that you deserve to like explain everything to them or be vulnerable to them or share whatever they want you to share with them because then it's like, oh, well, if you don't do this, then you're ungrateful. But I, I, re I really think there's there's really, you know, sometimes it's it's very disturbing and sad that, you know, when it when it comes to the state or when it comes to businesses that they just say, oh, you need help. That means that, you know, this help is just going to be attached to, uh, uh, you know, you sharing 
like everything and violating all of your boundaries, there should be like different forms of help that don't require people to sell their dignity away or like be be open to any kind of like abuse or nastiness from the helpers. And uh, yeah, so uh, if if any of you have any questions or ideas on boundaries and things like that, please feel free to come up and we can continue the conversation. We got Lily, Mark, Marwan. All right, cool. Uh, let's see. Going once, going twice. Ah, okay, Lily. Hi, Lily. Hey, Ariel. Um, hey. Well, I'd love to talk to you about boundaries. Oh, I can go on and on and on. But um, you've made a lot of great points. And that's all I wanted to say today. <laughs> Sorry, kind of got a zip out. But oh. great points. Thank you. Pleasure having you. And Tanya, hi again. Good to have you on. Oh, Tanya, are you there? I can't hear you. Hmm. Well, weird. Hmm. You know what it is, Tanya? Maybe you're talking or maybe something happened and I can't hear you in the middle of uh, the fireside chat. When I was having the conversation, you put the uh, uh, laughing emoji up and the sound didn't come out on because I had to exit out of a phone call that I had. My friend was yeah. calling me in the middle of this. So, okay. I might oh, wait a minute. Okay. Wait hey, a what minute. happened is I live in paranoia about people listening to my conversation. So I turned off the microphone. <laughs> so uh, I just reactivated it. So there we go. That's probably what it was. <laughs> okay, nice. So I was just listening to you talk about how your school teacher and your career counselor and I'm tell you when you go to a networking event to just pass out as many business cards and meet as many people as possible and I'm totally against that philosophy I don't think it's very beneficial um, I don't think you get true understanding of who you meet um, I feel that you're not you're not going into a networking event in a way that want, people would want to do business with you because you're just there collecting business cards I have stacks of business cards back in the day, my early days of networking. And I mean, stacks, I can probably make a beautiful, you know, house out of it because it's so full of business cards. I mean, what do you want to do with it? You know, yeah. start a fire and, 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 you know, have a, like a, a fire thing and start burning and all of it because, you know, you never really need it, you know, it's kind of like, oh yeah, I'm going to call you. A call you. It's like the most part. I, I don't get that. And, and I actually spoke about this at, um, FIU actually, back in my early days of president of women communication, I just kind of like, you know, I sat in an education cl class when I worked for um, Toshiba and one of the people that was, was someone, Zig Ziglar was one of the speaker. Like this is a long time ago. I'm, I'm aging myself. 
But he said that if you walk into an event looking for people that you can help, you can serve, and not try to serve everybody. Maybe try to like connect with only three people where you can help them become successful instead of you trying to figure out how they can make you successful. It, it's a better thing because when people notice that you are helping someone out and saying, hey, this person's great. You're looking for a printer. Oh my gosh, this person's great. He, he prints and he does this, this and this. It's much more of an impact. Other people would want to do business with you or want to know who you are or maybe interview you, maybe hire you. If you walk in with that attitude, like how many people can I serve today or how many people I can help and focus on like the top three and not go around and, and run around and try to meet everybody. Because I'll tell you a little story. I did that. I tried that, you know, back in early day of social media club. And I brought this young lady with me. She was just all gung ho about being part of the social media club, South Florida. And this is like, I'm talking about 2008. And I, I don't like running around trying to meet everybody because it's, it's really hectic. Plus, yeah. you don't really, you can't really remember everybody's name. You really don't have that true connection, that conversation. So I just stood in one place, talked to a few people. I mean, I, I, I was, th we were there for three hours. I watched her run around and collect all these business cards. And when we were done, she was just like, was tired actually. And she <laughs> didn't even remember anyone who she spoke to. Right. But I, you know, I met like, three different people and I met like one of the founders of the social media club. I mean, that's what's, who is now Alex DC and he's my good friend. And we've been friends since 2008 when I met him and because, and we've done a lot of different events, business together. And I didn't look at it as like, Oh, let me try to see if I can get something out of him. Or maybe he knows people are hiring me. I was more like, Hey, what do you, what, what are you into? What do you like? And he was just like, I'm into social media. Social media club is what I'm starting. You know, that's this Florida chapter. Yeah. Tanya, so, like you, you, what you just said, it's like, you know, you know how like a laser is like laser focused and the mm -hmm. more like area of like, let, let, let's talk about like, you know, high pressure kind of water is like effective, but the less kind of pressure it, it, it has, it's like the less effective it is. So the more of a, the surface area, it's like hitting the less effect it's going to have. But when it's like focused and like charged it, 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 it like it like shoot it, it's like more effective so that's when i won when it's like one to like 50 it's it's less effective than like one to three or one to two you know exactly and, and I, I i feel the boundaries is when you understand when your boundaries are as far as where like the goal in life is treat people the way you want to be treated mm -hmm. you know if, if you want people to stomp all over you do that and you'll see what happens and see how you feel because when you when you treat people the, um, a way that makes them uncomfortable when you draw the boundaries when you make it feel weird then yeah uh, mm -hmm. you and when that gets turned on you it's not really fun so I think when people just start thinking about hey you know I want to treat people the way I want to be treated I'm gonna respect them I'm gonna talk to them with kind words I'm gonna have different way of communication I think we would have a better world, but I think the problem with everybody in this world right now, and I hate to talk about problems, is that people, like, they, they, they have so much to share inside of them that they just need to spill it all out. And when they're done, they kind of, like, forgot what they were saying. I've noticed that about a lot of people, you know? So now I feel that people should, you know, it's kind of like step back a little bit because when you rush to the race, it does not... It, 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 you're going to end up getting there at the same time, but, but how you travel is the key.
Right. Take take a moment to like assess the situation before you you like do something about it. And and also like another thing that I could never stand about um you know, you know, like schooling if I'm being honest is just like the generic like nonsense information that they try to give you is like just do everything at the same time and pray like like this pray and spray approach this just yeah. throw a bunch of spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks it's like no give me specifics give me like something to work with give me give me like good instructions just don't give me this generic advice that you just like opened in a little like you know, kind of thing, and you you flipped to a random page, and then you're just giving it to me. I mean, that's just lazy thinking. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And, and well, you know, in school, I like I went to college, and I think I went to college because I was told I needed, needed to go to college. Mm. <laughs> I didn't go to college because I wanted to learn, and I just wanted to go to college so I can have that piece of paper. And then, I, then I was so busy working just to try to like pay for that piece of paper. You know, mm-hmm. and so it wasn't like I was living at home and I was able to live off of my parents or, you know, and anything like that. I, I had to, like, really pay for my college education and I couldn't do it. I couldn't really do it. And then I've gotten to the point in my life that, hey, I can sit there and say, you know what? I didn't graduate high school. I didn't graduate college. I got my GED when I was, like, 16 years old. I went to college when I was 17, but I didn't finish college. But, you know, it's okay. Uh, today, I'll be 54. I sit there and I lecture at FIU, FAU. I, I speak at Nova. So, you know, it's, it, it, you travel the way you want to travel, be proud of right. what you do and stop worrying about what other people want you to be. Be what that's you want it. to be. Did you know, you know, Tanya, I mean, that's the main thing. I mean, look, let, let, let's take, for instance, let's say there's a person who went to an Ivy league school, but let's say two, three years down the road, they got involved in like drugs or, or something. And now they're or like they're, they're they're in embezzlement and now, and now let's say they're in prison now let's talk about the other guy maybe he didn't even graduate college took a few classes just dropped out but their personality was so good and they had good intentions and they wanted to bring their light into the world that now they're like a ceo with their own jet so does it matter what happened before what's happening right now <laughs> you know so look at zuckerberg i mean he didn't finish. He he didn't finish college, and he actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of scandal how Facebook was founded, but mm-hmm. he was there at the right time, the right place, and then when he got Facebook going, he hired the right kind of people. So, and if you look at it, what what his background was, he was more of like he's a marketer. If you watch some of the stories that they talk about him, you know, it's interesting that that. He never finished college. And is that a bad thing? I don't think so. Because if he finished college, we wouldn't have Facebook. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's like, like the, here, here's the thing. that In the whole college or no college wars that we kind of see going on, I think the main thing is, it's like, what is the person's passion? What is the person's personality? And are they an academic person? Or are they not an academic person? And if they don't want to go the academic route, what what other route can they take? And let's assess that situation. We can't have this one size fits all mentality. You know, I agree with you. And and, and here's the thing: common sense. Common that we should have. There should be a class about common sense. Because <laughs> common sense is really hard to find these days. It's not so people, common. 
No, it's not a bad comment at all. <laughs> I, have to, like, I have to clap on that one for you. <laughs> right. So, um, <laughs> so I, I just find that you know, in today's environment, I mean, come on. You can learn so much through YouTube. I've learned how to, I learned so much through YouTube. I've learned so much watching these little short videos on how to, uh, do, you know, do it yourself, DIY. And right. like, I wouldn't have done that if I went to college. Mm-hmm. Right, and right, was, exactly. And I think college is good to a point if you want to and you feel like you're inspired and you want to go to the next level and you want to research and you want to write papers. Or That's awesome. There's pe- some people are made for that. But if you're very creative and you have a, 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 that's a, an me. open mind, of course, that's what I'm talking about. Then if you sit there and try to please everyone instead of hindering on what you what you do want, because, you know, the happiest people, mm-hmm. the worst thing you can do in life is, is have regret. Right. Right. I, I tell people I have no regret. I've lived the life I've always wanted to live and I will continue living the life I want to live and and I, I, you know, I was straight A student. I, I had a 3.9 before I got married at 16. So, right. you know, I got, never regretted that. But I right. lived the life I wanted because I wanted to. And, and the consequences of me being uh, emancipated at 16 years old, I don't regret that one bit. Because it right. wouldn't make me who I am today. It wouldn't bring me to where I am today. So I feel like tell people, no matter what, do what you love. Be inspired to your. Be inspired with yourself first before you start being inspired with others. And right, to- right, and and that's another boundary. I think that's really important. Is that yep. pe- people's advice about you should do this and you should do that and you should go here and you should go there. You you put up that boundary too. That like, hey, like I I really you know who who are you to to make decisions for me? It's like do, no no. It's like do you have a stake? in like my well-being and happiness in life if you're telling me you know you know to to do this or to do that etc cetera, etc cetera. because if you're not you know paying my bills if you're not helping me grow and and any of these things then who are you to give me advice on what I should and shouldn't be doing you know you know what they say talk is cheap right right exactly You want to see some evidence. You want to see some action. You want to see, especially if there's that person giving you advice that tells you that they're going to be doing something and they never do it. And that same person thinks that they know what advice they should be giving you. (laughs) You That's the scariest part. That's the scariest part. And and that's why I love these type of platform, you know, especially fireside. And by the way, thank you so much for... giving me the opportunity to be part of this because if it wasn't for you I wouldn't have been you know yeah. I didn't even know about it it really wasn't on my radar and mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to being a creator myself but um you inspired me you know people ask me who inspired you and I, I, I mentioned your name <laughs> oh that, I, I'm so honored thank you so much and and you know and that and and that's another thing with boundaries because because like you were like you're opening up your boundaries with me but it's for good reason Because we can't just live in a world where we're always untrustful of the other person. I think that maybe I've earned your trust, you know, as they say. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'm the president of the Association for Women in Communication, the South Florida chapter. We've been around since 1909. And I trust you enough to say, hey, I didn't graduate from high school, nor did I graduate from college. But here I am. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm a president. I pretty much educate like a lot of people who graduated from college on how to use social media, you know, how to use digital media and how to communicate. But I'm, I'm comfortable enough to say that 
take a look. I didn't finish. I don't, I don't have a degree. That's but what it. I do is I have common sense and I've learned a lot by reading and, and, and connecting with other people who know a lot. Mm-hmm. But you're contributing to yes. to our world. Yes. You're contributing to all. I mean, think of all the people who contribute to our world who don't have degrees. Think think yep. of where where would we be without you know those people who you know work with the pipes, work with the electricity, work with our TVs, work with all of these things. They may not have a degree. But I mean, let's be honest, without them, the world would be kind of screwed. <laughs> yeah. But I think that the most important is we need to let people know that do what you love and mm-hmm. you find the direction of what you love and you write it all down and what you want to do. I think you can make money on anything you do. I, I really right. do. I think there's just mm-hmm. no people don't see the potential. And if they don't find a find a mentor, find different people, because. I, I didn't come up with this concept by myself. I got mentors. I got a lot of mentors. I had the mentor for everything that's going on in right. my life. And right. that's, and that's I, where you open people. up your boundaries. If there's someone mentoring you and they've earned your trust and yep. you've earned their trust, like, you know, ba- boundaries are like a give and take. They're like a flow. They're not black and white. So you have to like navigate. But one, once you kind of find that for yourself, I think you're good, you know? Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. I, I think I think um, in today's society and where we're that direction we're heading, I think the more of this type of conversation happens, the better because just mm-hmm. by putting it out there and letting people see that it's okay. But boundaries is the key. Like understand and, and, and people once they feel safe in a conversation when they want to share, great things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, great things happen between great people and great ideas, you know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And just just know who you're dealing with and how you're dealing with them and kind of like do your little bit of an investigative research as much as you can. And then it's like, it's like, okay, like they're earning my trust little by little, or they're earning my respect little by little. And that's the key. Mm-hmm. Earn, earn, people earn respect is not given. You have to earn it. Right. Right. A hundred percent. Well, anyway, it's, it's, it's half an hour in, um, uh, well, wait a Thank minute. You. Lily, Lily okay. has, uh, Let's see what she said. I may need emoji boundaries. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Well, well. Anyway, thank you all so much for participating in uh, episode seven of Ariel's Insights about boundaries. And I hope that you all have a great rest of your day. Bye. Thank yeah. you. Bye, everybody.